This is More Better Days, the podcast where I teach people with chronic illness how to use thought work and coaching to radically improve their quality of life. If you're tired of chronic symptoms dominating your life and you want to learn how to get unstuck and actually start to thrive, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Misha Delaney, certified life coach and mind-body syndrome practitioner. I'll show you how to make your mind your most powerful asset in your healing journey. It's time to break through the limitations and build a vibrant, abundant, and joyful life alongside chronic illness. Are you ready? I know I am. Let's dive in. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to more Better Days. This is episode number three, and I am ready to dive right in. In the last episode, we explored the topic of victim mentality, what can happen when we ignore it, and hopefully I was able to normalize and destigmatize it a little bit too. Recognizing when we've slipped into a victim mindset about our chronic illness is nothing to be ashamed of, and being able to recognize and accept it is an important first step in learning how to get unstuck and begin to thrive. And also, I just want to take a moment to thank you. I want to thank you for going there with me. If you're still here, if you're still listening, that means that you're interested in exploring challenging topics and learning how to move through them in healthy ways. It was certainly challenging for me to figure out how I wanted to tell that part of my story in a public setting on this podcast, and I hope that it connected. Okay, let's move forward to today's topic. Today, I want to talk about the next step in getting unstuck, and that's adopting a growth mindset. This is where things can get really exciting. The process I'm going to teach you today can be really fun and rewarding. I'm going to give you a three-step process to shifting your worldview by adopting a growth mindset, and I'm also going to share some of the neuroscience behind why it works. Now, I'll be talking a lot about mindsets on the show, so let's just start with the basics. What exactly is a mindset? I want to give you a quick overview because these days the term is used a lot in social media and pop culture, but it's rarely defined. A mindset is a set of beliefs and attitudes that you have about the world that influences the emotions you feel and the actions you take in response. Now, when we're young and impressionable, our mindset is shaped by our environment. Things like the culture we grew up in, our caretakers and friends, our education, as well as things like systems of oppression and racism, all of these things play a role in influencing our mindset and our worldview. And in most cases, as children, we just absorb this information and form a worldview without realizing that it's happening. And that makes sense because kiddo brains are still developing and still doing their best to just make sense of the world. And as we grow up, many of us can get caught in a default perspective of believing that our worldview, our mindset, our understanding about ourselves and how the world works, we default to thinking that all of those things are capital T 
truths. But in reality, life isn't black and white. Our mindset is a filter. It influences how we experience the world and the information we take in and remember about events and circumstances. A different mindset is going to create different experiences of the exact same circumstance. We'll get deeper into how to suss out the difference between facts and thoughts in another episode, but here's what I want you to keep in mind as you listen today. A mindset is a set of beliefs and thoughts about how the world works. Often we have multiple and conflicting mindsets that will reveal themselves or take the lead depending on the circumstances. While a mindset can be unconscious, like when you're a kiddo, with the right tools as adults, we can learn how to become conscious of them and choose if we want to change them. And that is where you begin tapping into your personal power when you realize that you can choose and cultivate mindsets that benefit you, your health and well-being. And when you're suffering with chronic illness, it can feel like a lot of choices have been taken away from you. So this is an amazing opportunity to bring more empowerment and agency back into your life with chronic illness. All right, we're taking a quick break for me to jump in and say, if you are excited about what you're learning today and you're ready to take the next step towards getting unstuck, getting back in control of your life and starting to thrive, please go to morebetterdayspodcast.com. There you'll find free resources on how to get started. And don't forget to follow me and say hello on Instagram at at Misha Delaney. You'll find links in today's episode notes. Okay, back to the show. Mindset plays a big role in getting your brain on board as your greatest ally in your healing journey. Now, Carol Dweck is a mindset researcher and she has an extraordinary body of work and has shown that mindsets substantially influence learning, motivation, and success in achieving goals. And the number one mindset that she recommends adopting is a growth mindset. And I couldn't agree more with her. A growth mindset is founded in the belief that things in the world can change, that things inside and outside of you are not fixed. A person with a growth mindset believes they can learn new abilities and skills over time that will lead to different and better outcomes in their life. And what's really cool about a growth mindset is that it promotes curiosity and progress. If you believe that change is possible, it's less scary to take risks because the stakes feel lower. And let me tell you, the only way to get unstuck is to take risks, fail, learn, and grow. Adopting a growth mindset has played a massive role in my healing process, both in the past and in the present. It helped me climb out of that dark hole of depression and helplessness a few years ago, 
and it helps me move through challenges and opportunities today. I mean, hell, I've had to tap into my growth mindset while creating today's episode. So how do you adopt a growth mindset? I'm going to break it down in three easy steps. But before I give them to you, I want to share an image. Think of cultivating a growth mindset the same way you cultivate a garden. It requires attention and care throughout the seasons and years. It likely won't take root and thrive if you just throw some seeds in the air and walk away. So think of the steps I'm about to share as a watering routine for the garden of your growth mindset. Now, I know that sounds kind of corny, but just, you know, go with the flow with me here and envision it as a garden. The more you can make a routine and habit out of doing this process on a regular basis, the more benefit you're going to get and the more vibrant your mindset is going to be, just like when you water a garden. Okay, now with that image in mind, here are the three steps to cultivating a growth mindset. Number one, become the watcher. Number two, become the detective. And number three, become the cheerleader. Okay, let's break them down and look at each step. Number one, becoming the watcher. I introduced the watcher in the last episode and taking on the role of the watcher is an approach that I use often in this work. So let's talk about it in relationship to adopting a growth mindset. The watcher is an observant, curious, and loving version of yourself. When you step into the role of the watcher, you take a step back and watch your thoughts as a neutral observer. Now, the difference between becoming the watcher and just being aware of your thoughts is that the watcher observes without reacting or trying to change your thoughts. If you practice meditation, you're probably already familiar with the watcher role. Perhaps you know it by another name. And when we're using the role of the watcher to cultivate a new mindset, it is a little different than when you're using it to meditate. And here's the difference. As a mindset watcher, you want to take the extra step of observing what mindset your thoughts are coming from. So you could ask yourself something like, does this thought sound like a victim mentality thought? Does that thought sound like a growth mindset thought? Here's the difference. As a mindset watcher, you want to take the extra step of observing what mindset your thoughts are coming from. So you can ask yourself as the watcher, does this thought sound like a victim mentality thought or does it sound like a growth mindset thought? Don't label it as good or bad, just observe what mindset it might be connected to. It's kind of like you're putting a sorting hat on, a little Harry Potter reference there. Okay, so for example, let's say you have the thought, ugh, today was total crap, I didn't achieve anything because of my fatigue. As the watcher, you can respond by thinking, hmm, that's interesting sounds a little bit like a victim mindset. All right, noted. It's that simple. No value judgment as good or bad. You're simply observing and deciding what category that thought seems to fit in. Okay, let's move on to step two, 
Become the detective. This one can be fun. And sometimes I literally envision myself putting on a Sherlock Holmes hat and holding a magnifying glass in my hand when I am becoming the detective. And I want you to know that it's okay to bring some lightness and humor to this process. In fact, it can make the learning and growth happen faster. So keep that in mind. Now, one of the reasons why it's so easy to get stuck in a mindset that doesn't benefit you is because your brain is always looking to conserve energy. It's easier for your brain to look for evidence and patterns that support your current understanding of the world. Changing a mindset takes energy and effort. And so left to its own devices, your brain isn't going to change your mindset on its own. You have to become a detective and look for new evidence to support a growth mindset. So let's return to the thought, Ugh, today was total crap and I didn't achieve anything because of my fatigue. As a detective, you want to look for evidence to challenge that thought. You don't have to prove it wrong. You're just looking to expand your perspective on the day's events. So with that thought, what I would do is break it down. So let's start with the first part. Today was total crap. All right, so as a detective, you wanna ask, is that really true? Can you think of a moment in the day where you weren't experiencing a negative emotion? It can be small. A moment when your neighbor smiled at you and waved hello, or the pleasure of that first cup of coffee in the morning. Start looking for evidence that parts of the day were indeed not total crap. Now, let's take the second half of the thought, which is, I didn't achieve anything because of my fatigue. Now, my guess is that a more accurate take is that you didn't achieve what you wanted to. When it comes to achievement and tasks, my go-to detective strategy is to start counting wins. And you're likely gonna have to redefine what a win is. If you're a perfectionist or a high achiever like me, you probably have high expectations for what counts as a win. But when adopting a growth mindset, wins are about progress and can be oh so small. And each win is a piece of evidence for the detective. So here's an example. When I was still really debilitated by Lyme years ago, my wins were things like getting out of bed, eating a meal, washing my face, walking down the block, reading a chapter in a book, or like learning just a new little fact about the world. Those were the types of wins that I was able to acknowledge. And some days I could think of three wins. Other days I counted 20 or more. The number of wins isn't all that important. It's the act of identifying them to collect evidence that you are capable and can grow over time. And I want to note that wins don't have to have a positive outcome. A win is the simple act of putting in effort. For example, if you had a goal of walking a mile today and you ended up walking only one block, you didn't reach your goal yet, but you took steps towards it and that is definitely a win. So if you have a thought like, Ugh, I didn't achieve anything today because of my fatigue, I want you to put on that detective hat, think through the day 
and take note of each little and big win. You're focusing on process here, process and progress for the win. All right, and this takes me to step number three of adopting a growth mindset, becoming the cheerleader. You were already the watcher and then the detective. So now what do you do with your evidence? You celebrate the heck out of it. You give the wins lots of airtime in your mind. One of my favorite teachers of positive neuroplasticity, Dr. Rick Hansen, he calls this process taking in the good. You notice a beneficial thought or a win and you hold your attention on it. You stick with it and notice how it feels in your body. You can envision yourself absorbing it into your body like water into a sponge. This visioning exercise gives your brain time to truly acknowledge and accept the evidence that your detective work found. Congratulate yourself on those wins and focus on praising the process of getting those wins, the effort you put in, the improvement that you've made. Now listen, don't skip over this step. The cheerleader is just as important as the watcher and the detective when you're learning how to adopt a growth mindset. Now there's a common saying in neuroscience, where attention goes, neural connection grows. Putting your attention on the growth mindset and evidence you've collected to support it is making actual structural changes in your brain. So the more often you go through this process, the stronger your growth mindset will become. You're training your brain to make a growth mindset your new default. Okay, so I told you that this is a three-step process, but I have a sneaky little fourth step, and it's simple. Repeat. Go through the process of being the watcher, the detective, and the cheerleader over and over again. Practice doesn't make perfect, but it does make progress, and progress is growth. Try these steps of adopting a growth mindset with different aspects of your life, not only with your thoughts and beliefs around chronic illness. Look for evidence that change and growth are possible in yourself, in others, and in the world at large. Now, there's one more technique that I want to share with you um, that you can use while cultivating a growth mindset. And that technique is about slightly changing the details of a thought or statement that's keeping you stuck. And there's two easy tips on how to do this. So let's start with the yet technique. Do you remember Carol Dweck, the mindset researcher I mentioned at the beginning of this episode? This tip is from Carol and it's specific to adopting a growth mindset. When you catch yourself in a negative thought about your abilities or a goal that you have, just add one word to the end of the thought. And that word is yet. So for example, instead of I'm not in remission, you would say, I'm not in remission yet. Or here's another example. I don't know how to solve this problem turns into, I don't know how to solve this problem yet. Now, if adding yet feels kind of awkward, you can try the second approach of replacing, I don't know how with I'm figuring out how 
in a thought that's keeping you stuck. So for example, let's say the thought is, I don't know how to reach my goal of walking a mile each day. That would become, I'm figuring out how to reach my goal of walking a mile each day. This tip is a redirect for your brain. It takes the emphasis off of achievement and puts the focus on process and growth. Playing with small changes in thoughts like this that you're already having is a really great way to bring intention and also curiosity to your day. Words shape our reality. So if you choose beneficial words, you're going to create a better reality. Okay, my friends, that's it for today's episode. I know it was packed with lots of tips and tricks. I could talk about growth mindset for a long time, but I want to give you things that you can take with you today and apply them without feeling too overwhelmed about the details. So I invite you to try these tips and exercises this week and just observe how it feels to see chronic illness through the lens of a growth mindset. I hope that today is one of the better days and I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you so much for listening. All right, my friend, that's everything I've got for you today. But I do have a favor to ask. If you enjoyed this show, please help me on my mission of bringing more empowerment and agency into the lives of people with chronic illness by helping me get the word out. All you need to do is hit that follow button and write a review of the podcast. It only takes a moment, but your action will have a ripple effect in spreading the word to people who are yet to discover more better days. And also, don't forget to share today's episode with a friend too. And if you're ready to take action towards getting unstuck and starting to thrive, go to morebetterdayspodcast.com. There you'll find free resources on how to get started. And you can also follow me on Instagram at at Misha Delaney for inspiration and approachable tips that you can use on the daily to develop your mind-body resilience. And you can find links to everything I just mentioned in the show notes for this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope today is one of the better days.